Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 117. Greetings everyone. Well, it's now two months since I returned home to Malawi and I have to say the rose-coloured cataracts have well and truly come off. I feel like I've been in the trenches and that I've had to pass through the fire to get to this edition of the podcast. I've had some forces moving against me for reasons known only to them and this has cost me both time and focus but things are okay now and I had to bring in big people. It's really quite funny because things work the same way when resolving disputes whether in the UK or home in Malawi. The degrees of separation are unsurprisingly very small and passing through this unsettled period kind of brings me to today's episode because whilst in Malawi I have adopted seven special habits which for me have been a lifesaver and have kept me from completely losing my rag and kicking someone in the throat. Were it not for those seven habits I probably would be asking someone else to record my words for this podcast because I would probably be elsewhere waiting for a different path that would be decided for me. And so it's these seven habits that have really kind of kept me grounded. And I wanted to share those habits with you in this episode. Well, as a way to get you thinking about your own life-affirming habits as you move towards changing your own life seizing your future and deciding on your best life plans. The reality of the scaremongering that's going on in the UK at the moment with Covid and the new variants, which sounds like a folk band, hasn't escaped me. It must be pretty scary at times in Western countries as Covid rages on and the blind leaving the blind types of governments that we have Well, they attempt to steer the focus onto unvaccinated people as the cause for increases in infections, when all the research and information tells us that there are more people in hospital with COVID who have been vaccinated than those who have not been vaccinated. And so, whilst this is raging on, think about your out. Think about what your plan is. Should this thing get really heated? and you need to get away? Or should you just decide enough is enough? I hope my seven habits can settle your nerves and also lift your spirits at the same time. Why? Because we need this. We need to have something to make us laugh and something to remind us why we're doing all this. So here goes my Malawi habits in no particular order. So my first habit now that I'm in Malawi, is to watch Line of Duty every night before I go to bed. 
I love this program and I downloaded several episodes before getting on the plane to come home to Malawi. I love to be reminded about how corrupt UK police officers are and don't no one tell me this is fiction. Nah, this is art imitating life imitating art. Line of Duty is the bomb and if you've never got into it, you are truly missing out. In Malawi, remember, I explained to you that people rise and rest with the sun. So we're up early and in my case, it's about 3am, which is 2am UK time, every morning as if I have no right to sleep. And so because I'm up so early, by 9pm UK time, which is 10pm Malawi time, I need to go to bed. And there's nothing I like better than watching the cast of Line of Duty go after bent coppers. I love it. It is only on TV that we see police officers getting their comeuppance for their corruption. And for African people, this is all we can enjoy because comeuppance does not happen in real life to police officers we come across. On a regular though, I guess what I'm trying to say with this first habit is that when you're moving, bring a little of your UK or Western habits with you when you move. Because in all African countries I have visited, days start early and end early. And it's always a great idea to have a wind down routine. For me, I love watching black movies and line of duty. No apologies, that's me. My second habit is that I like to make time to sit in the sun every day. I have no shame. I don't care. I came from the UK where we have to buy sunshine from our meagre wages by waiting in a queue in the hope of getting one of the 10 days of sunshine per year that are available to the general public. It was hell for the other 355 days per year. So now that I am home, I try to make time every hot day to sit in the sun for at least 30 minutes so I can enjoy it. Getting sun into our bones and into every aspect of the unseen parts of our health is one of the most important things we need to do. Right now, in 2021, UK government advice is that African descent people are at an increased risk of vitamin D deficiency. And because of this, we should be taking at least 10 micrograms of vitamin D every day, especially during the autumn and winter months, which are from October to March. Meanwhile, in African countries, it has long been established that the abundance of natural vitamin D in sunshine has been one of the greatest weapons against the spread of COVID-19. Right now in Malawi, Cases of COVID-19 have been rising because we're in the winter months when temperatures are between 19 and 25 degrees. But wait till we get to the August months when temperatures will increase by at least 10 degrees. Because when that happens, COVID cannot survive in these temperatures. So for me, being out in the sun is one of my main habits at home in Malawi. I cannot do without it because not only is the sun a major health benefit for infection, 
It's also a major spiritual and mental health benefit for the parts of your health that you cannot see. So for me, as I said, I have no shame. I am out in the sun on a regular and I don't care who sees it. My third habit is that I don't wait for motivation to come to me to do my work. I am the original Mrs. Motivator and Discipline Driver. Do you know how difficult it is to sit behind a computer pumping out content when outside it's blazing at over 30 degrees in the shade? It's really difficult. That corrupt son is calling me from behind my desk, encouraging me to behave badly and not do my work. But I am well aware of the future I want for myself and those around me, both in the UK and in Malawi. And for that future to happen, I have to bring both my motivation and my discipline to work with me every day. Even though to get to work, I'm only going from my living room to my desk. Motivation and determination are so important when you're striving to sustain your best life in the hot country of your dreams. Because when in the West, I always found working life so tough and so mentally exhausting. And because of this, I know that when African people get to warm countries... We first of all have to cast off that exhaustion before we can really start enjoying our time in the sun. But what we then find is that by the time we look up from just getting to a relaxed state, it's time to get back on the plane, land in that western country and usually return to work the very next day. So when like me, you don't have to return to work, it can be really easy to take months off just relaxing from the exhaustion. And believe me, I would love to do that. But I have to keep telling myself that for me to sustain my best life plan and the life of my dreams, I must bring my motivation and determination into play every single day so that I can do the work that will keep me here. And when I think of that... I jump to my desk and my computer with a spring in my step and a plan in my mind. There's no waiting for motivation to come to me. Nah. I am well aware that if I wait for motivation and determination to come to me, I'll be waiting all of my life. And then, before I know it, I will be telling myself that it's too late to take action. No. Instead, I know that no matter how it feels, if I do at least one thing towards sustaining my best life liberation plan, all these one things will add up and take me further away from the life I lived in the West. My fourth habit is to watch how my brothers plant food and learn how we feed ourselves. For me, this is perhaps one of the most important things I am doing here in Malawi. The very fruit and vegetables I usually go to the market to buy, my brothers have been planting in my back garden so that I can see the various stages that make up the ground-to-plate journey of the food that I eat. So far, I've eaten sugarcane, 
guavas, baby tomatoes from my garden and harvested lemons from my lemon tree for my tea. It's been amazing. And the taste of this produce is totally different. I kid you not. I feel so privileged to have the opportunity to see this and live like this. Remember, in the world I grew up in, tomatoes and green vegetables are grown in Tesco. And knowing this has always brought on a thought that I have that at any time these supermarkets can switch off the food supply chain and I would not know how to feed myself. I then used to say that if this happened, I would make dumpling, both fried and boiled, because I always have a bag of flour in the house. But then I soon realised that supermarkets sell the flour too, whereas here in Malawi, we mill our own flour. We grow the seeds, we harvest the seeds, and then we take the seeds to a local mill, and they mill it and we get our own flour. So not being able to mill my own flour and having to rely on supermarket flour would not be a long-term solution. So it is such a privilege for me to watch my brothers at work in the garden and watch the various stages of growth for the food I will be eating in the next three months. And in addition to this, I'm eating seasonally with the sun. For those of you who love mangoes, I have a mango tree in my back garden and you will soon see pictures of the mangoes I will harvest from that tree and enjoy for free, rather than paying those exorbitant prices in the UK for one scrawny little mango. Oh, I can't wait. And hey, why don't you join me on my social media pages? If you want to see my garden growing, and see what this food looks like as it comes out of the garden and ends up on my plate. I would love you to see it and take that journey with me. You can find the links to my social media pages at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. Just pause the podcast, scroll down and you will see the links that you need. Then after you've clicked the links, you can then return to the podcast and carry on listening. My fifth habit is that I like to keep my energy levels high by having a strong morning routine. Now, I said something about this in a previous podcast episode, so I'm not going to say much about it now. What I will say, though, is that walking the streets of my local village every morning is a great inspiration to me especially as I'm about to start making the first steps to securing the land to build my home. It's a bit like when you decide to buy your own house. Suddenly, you find yourself looking at other people's houses and thinking about how that house might or might not suit you and suit what you're looking for. Well, it's the same with buying land and thinking about building a house. And I really love walking in the morning because I get to look at the various styles of houses and think about what style my own house will take. And what I find is that those thoughts are really energising because I come back with my energy levels really high and I add those energy levels to my determination and my motivation and I push on with my work to make that dream happen. I love it. 
When Johnny Nash sang, I can see clearly now the rain has gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. I truly know what he meant. Because when you get to a place of high energy, high motivation and determination, the dark clouds disappear and all I see are bright days. My sixth habit is to always remember God. Those who know me know I am Nyabingi and Malawi is one of the top African countries for people who are Nyabingi. So here I am truly at home. It ain't even a long thing. I am in heaven right here on earth. And my seventh and final habit is to always be working to pull others through. Just because I managed to get out doesn't mean that I should bask in my success and give myself a pat on the back. No. My ultimate aim is to pull as many people through as I can so that you get to live in your hot African country or your hot Caribbean country or in front of your hot fan heater sitting in your armchair in your living room in the West, if that is your dream. And I do that by helping you to visualise and then build your best life plan. For me, there is no greater way to pay back the blessings that I have been given. And I invest a lot of time in doing this so that I can pull as many of you through as those who want to come and give it a try. If you're interested in just checking out your own dreams and potential, then you're in luck. I will be hosting a private Facebook live session on the 18th of July at 4pm UK time. And in that session, which is an online session, I will be taking you through the very beginning stages of how you plot your dreams to see which dreams could potentially be the dreams that help to get you free and help to get you your best life plan. The session will be in my private Facebook group so you'll be free and safe to explore your thoughts. Only invited people will attend. All you need to do to join the live session is to download the Best Life Starter Pack and head to my Facebook group. You can find the links to both the pack and my group at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. I would love to see you there. Remember, it was Marley who said that none but ourselves can free our minds. So let's start taking back our minds by taking back our right to determine our future. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the live on the 18th of July. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher and for this week, I'm out. Thank you.